It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Yes, we're back Another week You know what it is Yes, indeed. How y'all doing? How you doing? I'm doing great. Good. I was, I was waiting for the people to answer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 chiming and you know they 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 stagger in. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah yes, yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> yeah, like a good bar. Yeah, <laughs> That's good. That's good. Now nah, I'm I'm good, man. You know, mm-hmm. cannot complain. Mm-hmm. That's good. Feel like yeah, the fall is kicking in a little something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's he's starting to feel it. Starting to grab for them jackets and them hoodies. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, it's a good situation. So it's a good situation. Good. Yeah, I'm at that point in the fall where it's like, where if I'm if I was to be real diligent and responsible, as diligent and responsible as I would like to be in mm-hmm. life. You know, there's always that ideal self. You know what I'm saying? That you like, you look at, you're like, that. If I was this guy, ooh wee. Um, <laughs> but uh, like right now is the time to really like prune the uh, the old spring and summer stuff that survived another season that shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. stuff that you packed away when you packed it away last season. You was like, why am I packing this away? You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't wore right. this in three seasons. What am I doing? This right. is the time when I need to start moving the stuff to the side, throwing it in bags, giving it away, and then doing the same thing on the onboarding. I'm using corporate lingo. The onboarding of the fall this year's fall stuff and cut some of that old fall flat, that old fall fat off too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You know, easier said than done. And it's not even, it's easier said than done. It's more, honestly, it's more emotional than anything. I gotta, right. I gotta really get at that, but it's definitely more emotional. Like, ah, come on. I just, I, I've right. been had this for years. I would get rid of it. I don't wear it, but I don't, I don't right. put it in the world. Yeah. Hey, man. What's I'm up? with you on that, man. But uh-huh. it's like my dilemma right now uh-huh. is, you know, I don't have all of my stuff in Atlanta. So I still got mm. a lot of stuff in New York, which is, a, you know what I'm saying, a prune by accident. <laughs> you know mm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Prune by proxy or some shit. But, right. So I do have a bag that I had down here. Um when I moved out of the apartment. So, you know, my, my wardrobe is divided. And so I'm going through the bag and it's like, this shit that I felt like this was some good stuff. You know what I'm saying? This was very representative of who I was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yes. I was like, shit, I, I bought a lot of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I'm going to go down there and get fly when I came mm-hmm. for the other show. Mm-hmm. And now I look at the shit. It's like, eh, not even that person anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, damn. And I haven't thrown it out, but it's like, or oh, I gave it away. I haven't done nothing with it, but it's just sitting there as a, a reminder of, yeah, nigga, I'm your 2019, 2020 self, you motherfucker. Right. I'm like, damn, I ain't even that. I ain't even that guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like an outdated vision board. 
Like I didn't do yeah, a lot of this shit. Yeah, yeah this ain't it no more. And, and it's yeah. not like it's out of style or uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of my stuff is simple, but it's like damn, nah, I don't even know when I would wear that or uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Right. It's like a song you played too many times on repeat. Right, 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 right. But it still hit. Yeah, it still yeah. hits that same emotional chord. It's still, you know what I mean? Like, you can feel it. It's like it's the first time. That's a good record. That's yeah. a good record. Yeah, but, but everybody else in the whip might be like, why are you playing this yeah. old? Yeah, what is this? Come on. Yeah, man. It's interesting. It's an interesting time. It's an interesting time. What's so funny is to that point, I'm curious how you'll deal with it because I've had these moments where, you know, you pruning by proximity. So you might go a full season without the stuff that's in New York. Mm-hmm. And then when you finally get to New York, after the necessity of the season passes, you will still be reluctant to get rid of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you're like, ah, you know, come on now. Still my people. Still my shit. Yeah. 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 But then you, then, you, then you got those things that boomerang back around. And, and catch a second wind on you mm-hmm. and be like, damn, I'm glad I didn't. And then that right there be be killing you because that's what make you hold on to it. Right, right. Well, um, how often does that happen? How many times? Can you count on more than one hand? How many pieces were you like? Sneakers, sneakers, sneakers. Okay, okay. Right. Shoes, it, it happens to me more in shoes than in clothes. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like, you know. Yeah, I got these. I remember when IDs came out, and that was the uh-huh. shit. And everybody uh-huh. went to the special store with the VIP invite to make a, a um, a pair of of Nikes and shit. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so one birthday, Bevy gave me, you know, what I'm saying one of those VIP passes to go make some fucking um, Nikes. Uh huh. And I went down, I made some motherfucking, it was some Air Force Ones uh-huh. that was like premium leather Air Force Ones, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So all these years, still no no, no bends in the toe. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I made it. I made them to kind of match the 21st Century Hustle cover. Uh-huh. And, and I'm reluctant. I mean, I'm so reluctant to get them shoes up so bad. You know what I'm saying? Them shit's just... On ice, yeah. I, they might fall apart when I put them back on. But yeah, I know which one but, you're talking about. Yo, those yeah, those are yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. they went out. You know, what I'm saying for years I didn't wear them, and then a mm-hmm. fall came around. I was like, you know what? Let me put them on. I'm like, ooh, these things still crispy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel good. Feels good. <laughs> Vintage. Vintage. Yeah, yeah. man. So it, it it gets crazy sometimes. You know, it's it's yeah. irrational, irrational behavior. I got you. I got well two situations. I got a pair of um Jordans that came out, some fours that came out the long, the old Mars Blackman joints. The mm-hmm. ones they they the fire red fours and they just re-released the fire red fours, but these are the fire red fours with the little Mars Blackman um logo on the heel. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I remember wearing them when I got them, but I wasn't like Oh, Dan, because like, I didn't want to crease the toe box. I wanted to keep them somewhat crispy. They were fire, but I didn't want to overdo them. So it's been literally probably at least a good 15 years. 
mm-hmm. since they, you know, were in rotation. So I took them. I had them at my sister's house. I took them and then I wore them joints and it was so much suspense. The reason I wore them was because I'd seen so many like these little videos, wear your shoes because they show them like crumbling at the bottom mm-hmm. and all of that. And I was like, ah, let me go ahead and get... Because in your mind, you know, in my mind, I always got this whole, this this uh, this idea, this fantasy that I would come through to do a show and everybody going to be like, oh, shit, yeah, I haven't seen the Oh My Man, this and that crispy. You know, all of that shit. Meanwhile, don't nobody care. Maybe if you're lucky, you might get one. Like, I, right. you know what I mean? That's yeah. about as far as it go. Yeah. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially yeah. if you, you know what I mean, if you're around fellow blacks, you know what I'm saying? Because we got a lot of love, but we ain't always effusive with the praise. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it, there's a thin line between a, a, some props and dick riding. It's, uh, it's very sad. Right. Anyway, uh, I wore them joints <laughs> on stage. And they, my, um, one of my wings broke off. I didn't even realize it. I thought the soul was going to die. What one of my talk wings. About, you talk about with the, that hole of strings, like the red. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, the wings. One of the wings. So this, it's just hanging like, it's hanging like if you, you know how when you first get a pair of Jordans, they got like the little Nike Air or the little Jordan shit that you can have. Right. That you could, you know what I mean? You might put on your keychain. That's how right. this shit hanging on my sneaker. I had to address it on stage. I was like, oh shit, my, you know. So it was a fun little moment. I went home. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not too proud to say this. I definitely crazy glued that wing back on. I haven't yeah. worn it yet, but um, it is what it is. But lastly, I got a pair of Vibe Air Force Ones, still dead mm. stock. Never wore them shits. Damn. I don't even know. I mean, yeah, I got And it, that's more so, honestly, I think that's just going to be, if I could find like a little thing to encase them shits, because I don't, I don't think I'd ever flip them. You know what I'm saying? But Damn. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to them, to the Vibrahams. Funny enough, the Vibrahams are not on StockX. Can't find them on StockX. They're not wow. even listed. And I last time I looked, they was at eleven hundred somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because I wore mine, I wore mine to death, nigga. I'm the anti sneakerhead, sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. I wore them shits till they was beaters, nigga. And even yeah. as beaters, <laughs> I had them on as on the train. Uh-huh. Puerto Rican kid came was like, yo, yeah. They used they was calling them the Kanye's because. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He had he had worn one time. Oh wow. And that was before okay. he had his shoes and shit. Uh-huh. So it was like, yo, you got on you you dogged your yays out like that. You cut your yays out <laughs> you like dogged that. Dogged them out. It made you sound neglectful. Uh-huh. I was like, I was like, yeah. Man, he's like, man, you crazy, but they still fire. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm-hmm. man, get yeah. the hell on. But right. yeah, I dogged mine out, but I still wouldn't give them up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I I put them on the last, the last hoorah, the soul mm. fell off. Ooh. <laughs> the, oh, man. The whole soul fell on off the bottom. So Dang. that Dang. was the, Dang. that was the, the death of the Bieberheims. R.I.P. <laughs> damn, damn. I still got a pair of the eight shits, too. I haven't worn them in a while, but. The who? I got a pair of the beat ones, too. Cause I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I came up, I came up on them shits and I, I definitely flipped a pair, too. I caught a flip for a good. Well, good G-Pack, way back then. It was a nice little situation. I kind of, shout out to Vibe. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, shout out to Vibe. I definitely. And which ones were those? 
Those were the the, the Air Force Wizards. Oh, not oh you the, you had you had a couple ones. of pair. Yeah, I came up uh, on I came up on three pairs. Oh, okay. I had the one pair, and then it was a situation. I guess somehow I might have got one or two pairs somehow, but I got one off the off the first round, and then it was a thing where. There was this whole thing in the conference room where you could buy another pair, something like that, or they was, you mm. know, whatever. Long story short, I came across with, with three pairs. I flipped one uh, to a cat, to a well-known sneakerhead, you know what I'm saying, for, for a G. Way back, back then, for a full G. And that shit was amazing, because this is before sneakers was really getting flipped for crazy like that. He just mm-hmm. wanted them. Bing, hit that. I ran that straight. I went straight from the conference. We did it in the conference room. I went straight from the conference room to the ATM. Got that shit safely deposited. Doom, doom. Because I couldn't even believe it in the moment. And then I kept the other one on ice till till today. So that's like, I think that's going to be like a little museum piece for your boy. Right, right, right. Those those are the the victories of a hoarder. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Those. Every so often, there's a, you know, there's a, the... The validation of the hoarding, and that was one of them. But anyway, yeah. But uh, how do we even get on that? We're just talking about, oh, we're talking about transitional wardrobes and all of that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, man. So that's that. Um, yeah, dude. You ever, let me ask you a question. Well, go ahead. You was about to say something? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You ever do mushrooms? Mm-mm. I'm afraid. Yeah, I did. I did a micro. I did. I did a micro dose of a mushroom or the mushroom. Yeah, like mushroom micro ball? dose type of thing. Nah, they you know some they have like in, in like capsules, uh-huh. cr- crush up. You know, what I'm saying very very small doses okay. of mushrooms supposed to make you focus. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you right. know, it's just like any old drug. Mm-hmm. First time is like yeah, then. Mm-hmm. Here thereafter, <laughs> not so much. Mm. So, so I, you know what I mean. But I'm, a, I'm not fucking with like you know, saying a full on take a mushroom to trip shit. I ain't, right, right. I'm, afra- I'm afraid of the deep end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I, I think that's what kind of kept me off of it. I'll be honest with you. I've had the the desire as of late and for a while, you know what I mean? But I remember a long time ago, one of my homies told me, this is in college. He's like one of the first, especially one of the first black cats I knew to do like, you know, fucking psychedelics. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause for a while that was like, that almost felt like a white kind of thing. And this one of my homies, he was like, yeah, I did mushrooms before. He was like, I tell you though, you need to know, you need to be in a good mood when you do it, because if you're in a bad mood or depressed in any way, it's going to heighten it to a serious degree. <laughs> and I'm not even like somebody that's like depressed a lot. Like I go, I, I'm moody. I go through it. I can get in my moods. I could be a little, you know what I mean, a little down here and there. But like, you know, uh, I was always like, I don't know. And then it was also the thought that, you know, this shit could forever damage your brain stem or whatever. You know what I mean? All of that type of shit. And they say the high be like at least eight hours. I don't like a real long high, right? So, Mm -hmm. but over the years, there's been a bunch of people that I know, people that I would have never even imagined would do this type of shit that have done it quite a bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and sing the praises of it. And Mm -hmm. uh, and I just, go ahead. 
My man, he's a connoisseur of of psychedelics, mm-hmm. and he sings the praises of them and the future of them. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, right. you gotta right. get in now. Gotta get in now. It's gonna be the future. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like how marijuana is legal in a lot of places. It's gonna be the psychedelics. Mm-hmm. Every time he come across an article, he shoot it to me. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I don't need the trip. <laughs> I'm good. Right, 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 right. I'm gonna stay on the porch. <laughs> stay home. I'm stay, stay home. On, stay on the porch, nigga. I hear that. Yeah, you see it being normalized. Mm-hmm. Two chains had a little mushroom party. Um, get something else. But uh, you know, it's funny you say stay on the porch. It reminds me of this um meme that's been going around. I'm sure you've seen it with the uh. With the the white guy who looks like a teacher on the whiteboard doing a fuck around and find out mm-hmm. kind of the equation, mm-hmm. and uh, it's funny, you know, just to see it as an equation. And I've seen people shout out to uh, my homegirl uh, Ray Sani. She was like, "Who told white people about fuck around and find out?" You know, it's like whatever. Um, yeah, but y'all fuck around on the internet every day, and they yeah, find I out mean, every day. I, there you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It go. ain't like it's just you and your black friends on the internet. People really think black Twitter has a wall around it. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you like there's an encryption code. No, right. it's Twitter. But um, but anyway, uh it's interesting because you know, fuck around and find out has been one of them things for a long time. But what mm-hmm. was funny about that particular meme that kind of rang that really made me think just to see it like articulated as a as a like a equation type of thing mm-hmm. the last part you know because fuck around and find out it's typically almost like a cautionary type of thing see you know what i'm saying like what they mm-hmm. what they say play stupid games win stupid prizes that type right. of shit right basically see now look at you you know what i mean you know that's that's also the the follow-up now look at your way see what happens see that's what right. you get you know all of that but what hit me was when he goes back to the part, he says, now, if you don't fuck around, you don't find out. You know what right. I'm saying? And there's the other part of that. It's like, there's the exploring nature to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, in life, there are times when you should <coughs> fuck around. Because if you don't fuck around, you ain't never going to find out. You right. know what I'm saying? And, right. you know, it's just, just, just another way of looking at it because it's like, sometimes... Gamble a bit, you know, as opposed to playing it always safe, you know. Right. So you know that. I mean, no, I, 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 I definitely caught that part as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, what I'm saying on the on the flip side, if you don't try nothing, shit, you know, what I'm saying you won't, you won't never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's similar. It's similar to it's it's a lot of um, shit people used to say in Miami it flips both ways, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, want some, get some, nigga. You know, it's like, that's mm-hmm. a cause the same thing, cautionary tale, but you know what I'm saying? If you want some, you got to go get some, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. It's, it also flips back the other way, you know what I mean? Right. Just like, like, don't stop, get it, get it, was, you know, a lot, a lot of times was about dancing and shit, right? Uh-huh. But, you know what I'm saying? When you at work, you know what I mean? You, you don't stop. Get it, get it. You know, it's the same. It's it's, it's flippable. 
You know what I mean? That's the beauty of right. a lot of ghetto parables and shit. Right, right. You go both ways. They go like, a lot uh, of ways, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, I think, you know, I don't know if it's just in English, and it's probably mm-hmm. because of slavery. We made use. We made a lot of uses for, you know what I'm saying, a small amount of words. You know what I'm saying? You probably mm-hmm. ain't have a, a whole lot of jurisdiction to just be doing a whole lot of chit-chat. So... We made the most of the words that we had, and then we flipped them shits all kind of ways. You know what I mean? And that's the beauty a lot of times of of blackness is, you know, being able to take shit, flip it from its original form just because of how we want to use it or how we need to use it. You know Don't start nothing, won't be nothing. Don't start no shit, won't be no shit. (laughs) But look at that. You can flip that too. both ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. It's, it's just it's just like our words that ain't even words, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm, uh-huh. like, mm, yeah. that shit go uh-huh. all the ways, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Hey, look at this stupid, here come this stupid motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Look yeah. at her fine ass. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look at his stupid ass. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's all the same shit. Yeah. It's all, it's all, it's all instruments to be played. It's all sound. You know what I'm saying? It's all drums and shit. Yep. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, man. But, uh, you know, it's so funny. I wouldn't do it because I grew up in the D.A.R.E. era. And, I, you know, <laughs> it's a lot of my life that I would love. I love to, like, you know, I want to, you know, I want to see. But, um... I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Niggas play this shit back 20 years from now when I'm living the destitution. But uh, <laughs> there's a lot of drugs that I would try if I could. If there was no, if there was no real consequence. Because these drugs have been ravishing communities for good reason. You know what I mean? Like, they look, man, some of this shit is awesome from what I hear until it ain't. You know what right. I'm saying? Just like anything else. But, Rick James uh, told yeah. you. <laughs> Absolutely. A lot of people told you. Rick told you. A lot. There's a lot of music. It is a lot of music that gets unlocked when you unlock these boxes. Because I know when I used to... Yeah, that's the <laughs> trap. That's the trap. Because you're like, damn. Next thing you know, you're spinning the record back. And playing it again and again and again. Next thing you know, you don't even realize you ain't even got a record player. You ain't even got an iPod. This is just right. going on. You're just humming. Right. Living on the street. Right. But, um... Yeah, man. Because sometimes, you know what I'm saying, people want to explore and stretch their mind and stretch the the experience until uh-huh. until none of that shit fits back in place no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't yeah. stretched out so much you can't you you don't even wanna be yourself no more. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? And but then you can't catch the high that you used to be able to catch from the jump. Yeah. Chasing a dragon. That shit be, that be the trick. Yeah. That be the trick, nigga. But anyway. But, um, you know, it's wild. I've talked to cats that have pretty much done everything. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I got reports from the battlefields. You know what I'm saying? That's like about the closest I'll get to some of these wars. But I'm not going to lie. Some of these war stories are pretty interesting. So if you, if you had no consequences, what drug would you try? Uh man, I try a lot of them. I try to I hit the coke. 
hit the hair wrong. <laughs> I hit the. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I'd hit the crack, but maybe, <laughs> nigga, man, I'm doing the whole thing. I'm doing the motherfucking. I'm doing the. What do they call that shit? Not the uh, triathlon, but yeah, the triathlon, the decathlon, nigga. I'm hitting everything. Ketamine, you know, this shit, nigga. nigga. Is- Fucking around, <laughs> wilding out, wilding out on some Trying Nick to Cannon find shit. Out. Yes, yes, nigga, journaling, hitting the pipe and hitting my keyboard. <laughs> nah, I don't know, but I'm not gonna lie. If it was no consequence, come on, bro. I'm, I'm about to see about it. I want to see what, what's the hype about? And that's the problem with me. Sometimes I realize that hype. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that hype. You gotta, you gotta really use restraint. I'll right. be honest with you. It, I almost bought one of them whack ass adult Happy Meals because they got the little cactus flea market, cactus plant flea market, um, Happy Meals, and and there's some ridiculous. You get a little little figurine with like either the Hamburglar, Grimace, uh, what's my girl's name, uh, Birdie or whatever. They all got four eyes or whatever. It just looked like. Something else, some little totem to collect to say you caught the drop. And, I, you know, I've realized, like I said a few weeks ago, you know, like, the FOMO was fading on me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I could, if I just give it a hot second, I'll pump the brake. But it's still a bit of, there's still a bit of, like, uh, curiosity that wants to be satiated, especially if you feel like, well, I could swing it. You know what I'm saying? If it's accessible or something to to uh, engage in that just feels like, uh, I don't even know what the, there's a word for it, but, um, and I can't think of the word in this moment, but you know, like the, uh, there's a word for that joint, but just to, to even though it's, it'll dissipate real fast, mm-hmm. there's just this moment of it. Right. And um, I'll give you another example. Nike did a drop with these uh, these various college dunks. Mm -hmm. They had FAMU. Mm -hmm. They had TSU. I want to say Hampton might have been the other one. Maybe. And they had good old Clark Atlanta University. Mm -hmm. And uh, from the door, from the first photo that I saw... I thought they looked like customs. I didn't like how they looked. Mm-hmm. They just looked like it was just the little certain things was off. I didn't like the midsole. I felt like it was a little too much paint. And then I didn't notice it at first till a friend of mine pointed it out. But he was like, yo, why are the toe boxes mismatched? Mm. And then I saw that and then I couldn't unsee it. I was like, ah, I don't like that. I don't like the why. And it was out of the four, it was the only ones that had the mismatched toe box. So then as an alumni... I took it personal. I'm like, why are they going to sabotage the Clark Atlanta joints? But what I think from what I've seen when I saw some more photos or whatever, um, on the tongues, you know, on all the tongues, they got something being said. But on the tongues of the Clark Atlanta pair, on one it says Clark College, the other one says Atlanta University. For those that don't know, Clark Atlanta University was consolidated of those two institutions in 1988. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think one pair was to represent, you know, the pairs was to represent the two 
unique identities of both schools mm-hmm. together as one. So maybe, and this is me giving them the super benefit of the doubt, but I think that probably was the thought behind it. Mm-hmm. Even still, long story short, I was not feeling them. And I felt myself saying, damn, I wish I felt these more because they targeted towards me. Even though I even processed beyond the cynical, oh, they just trying to capitalize off of, you know what I mean, black college uh, nostalgia and, you know, sentimentalism, you know, all of that. I was like, I'm here for it, whatever. But I, I was like, ah, I wish, maybe I need to see them in person. I wish I liked them or all of that. But they had a sneakers drop today. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could say I abstain from the sneakers drop. But I definitely jumped in the draw. And true to sneakers form, I did not get them, which is fine because now it's good. I'm not trying to find them on the secondary market or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But I just say all that to say it's still, this shit is still like, uh, it still <laughs> hits me. You know what I'm saying? Still, still keep calling me. So I got to keep, I got to keep all my low, my play. On the real low stake side of things, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I see you, what could happen. You susceptible. <laughs> I'm susceptible. It could happen. It could happen. They'd be like, "Damn, he told us." You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I saw the fan you ones, man. I appreciate the excitement. <laughs> Go ahead, talk to him. Uh, graciously. I mean, Go ahead. <laughs> I think I don't even. It's like, you know, fam, you got, we talked about this. They have a, a weird um, color palette. You know what I'm saying? They right. Pantene number is, is you know, their Pantone number is is real. You know what I'm saying? Off the charts a little bit. So Specific. Uh-huh. They, they, it's a weird orange that they use and a weird uh-huh. green, right? Right. But on this shoe, it's kind of like they use the weird orange, but then they use the more solid green, which, mm. you know, not that I would have went for it either way, but mm-hmm. it's like it's odd that they would do it in that manner. Mm. But mm. I just would have nothing to wear with these shoes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, like you know, again, I love Fan you, and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I represent yeah. To the fullest, but our colors, you know what I'm saying, they not the most, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) you know what I mean, they not the most neutral, neutral style, you know what I'm saying, it ain't, my style ain't of that, of that that wild Crayola palette, you know what I'm saying, right, right, so I I, I usually get my fan you stuff in an off color, that ain't the real mm-hmm. true fan you colors. It's orange and it's green, but it's not the true orange and green. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, you know, there there there's some there's been there's been some designers lately that have been coming up with some designs that that make it look a little more like you know what I'm saying, like how I like it. So I'll be on the hunt for that type of shit. So I wasn't gonna never buy the dunks. I'm sorry. Right. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah they'll, people, be all right. sorry, y'all. they'll be all right. They'll be all right. They're going to sell. Trust. They'll be fine. Oh, they gone. They yeah. gone. So, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Worry about it. They ain't worried about me. But, True. but yeah. it, they do look very custom. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. So, yeah. Like, Definitely the clock Atlantis, but yeah. 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 
Something about him. Something about it. it. Don't look. It don't. It almost doesn't look legitimate. You know what I'm saying? Like I need. I need Nike to really. But the fact that it was all the sneakers, I was like, okay, all right. So this is a fish. This ain't no real back channel. You know what I mean? But um, I don't know. It is what it is. Salute to that though. Salute to the to the gesture. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> man. But speaking of. Fan uh-huh. you HBCUs, it's homecoming season. Yeah. Um, the homecoming doc is set to drop. Mm. I think it when, dropped Friday. I think the date is Friday from what I saw today. I might be lying, but the release I saw today. This Friday like coming up. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna drop Friday. Mm. They so they I see it. On Go the ahead. um Black Experience Network on your, if you're on your Xfinity. Mm-hmm. On your Xfinity box, it's uh they have packaged uh HBCU month basically, so they got a whole mm. bunch of HBCU themed um content dropping this month around homecoming. So, um, Fire. you know I I I'm gonna be part of two other things, so that's gonna be cool. So the the return is the dot, mm-hmm. I'm saying that we did, and then um. Stomp the yard is playing also, so that's yeah. the, when they when they sent me the little trailer that they had promoting all the stuff. I was like, ah, nigga, all over this month. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's so, big. I was about to, I was about to ask, are you gonna pop something? Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, what I'm saying beyond that, you know, um, do a screening. You doing a screening? Well, this Sunday, mm-hmm. um, Revolt is doing a. Like a short film festival, right? Okay, in Atlanta. In Atlanta, at the okay. at the Buckhead Theater, and okay. you know, Revolt is partnered with Comcast, which you know, it's the same thing mm-hmm. as Comcast Xfinity. So, okay, internally, the, the the people that's doing the the film festival found out from Comcast that I had a film that they were already going to screen screen parts of it. Mm-hmm. So they, you know what I'm saying, it kind of like put me on blast a little bit. And they was like, yeah, oh, we just found out that you directed a film that's going to be da 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 I'm like, oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know how I love to be on blast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so uh-huh. it's, a, it's full blast, you know what I'm saying? So now, you know, this you got eyes on you, the company eyes on you, you know what I mean? Plus, right. plus your, you know, your general promo shit. So, it's going to screen parts of it at this uh, festival on Sunday at the Buckhead Theater. And then, uh, okay. um, I'm not sure how I'm going to do it personally. I might screen something. Okay. Well, yeah. first off, congratulations. I appreciate That's it, man. I appreciate it. No doubt, no doubt. You know what I mean? So I seen, I seen you working on it for a bit, so now it's it's hitting the people. So I got a few questions. Okay. Uh, first off, if people that are listeners, any conversationalists, wanted mm-hmm. to come to this, this is there any link anywhere online? Would they be able to get tickets, or is it not open to the public, or what's the um, deal on that? Let me see. Hold on. Okay. I'm not and sure. Why are you? I'm not sure. What are you doing? Why are you looking? Answer, you would answer this question. Have you seen the finished product yet, or will this be 
The nah, first time yeah, you see the finished shit. cut. I finished the product, so shit. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. You know, sometimes, okay, right. You was you was putting it together, right? You're not like you were one okay. of the actors. Yeah, the it's it's online. It's online. It's called the gotcha. Short Short and Fresh Film Fest HBCU uh-huh. Edition. Sunday, right. Buckhead Theater uh-huh. in in Atlanta. One day sure. event. Uh, I think it's from three to nine. Yeah. Atlanta, pull up. Yes, sir. The conversation does pull up, you know what I mean? Short and fresh yeah. film fest. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's big. That's big. And that's uh drops. That's also uh Clark Atlanta uh homecoming weekend. Ah that's a big yeah, yeah that's, that's a big look. So I'm on yeah, I'm gonna have to stop promoting. Yeah, um, that's a good look. We got we got I think we only got one Clark Atlanta representative in the film. Uh, DJ Sense, my man. DJ Sense, hey, you Trendsetter. Yeah. I gotta let him know. Trendsetter know. Sense yeah. is in there. You okay. know what I'm saying? Um, okay. But but yeah yeah. So you, what's the other question? Uh, what was the other question? Boom. Oh, I had a question for. Um, is it only like if you don't have Xfinity? Like I'm mm-hmm. a Spectrum cat. Mm-hmm. Is it gonna be a wider release anywhere? Will it be uploaded yeah. anywhere to where? Okay, I think um, digitally. I think the first place it's gonna be is a something called mm-hmm. Zubo. I ain't never heard of okay. it, but I guess it's I've a thing. It. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna launch on Xfinity and and um, Zubo. But okay. but gotcha. I think there's talks that it goes to Peacock next. All right, bet. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's but I, good. I think I got Peacock. You know what I'm saying? But I I keep you posted as it gets closer, as I get more info. But um, yeah. So, you know, it, it's funny because you know, you you do projects like this, and it goes through various stages. You start with your intent, and then mm-hmm. you come with your finished product. You know what I'm saying? Which mm-hmm. which may not be what you intended when you started, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. especially in a doc documentary type space because, you know, half of it is a hypothesis when you start, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. know what these people going to say when you ask them the question. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I hypothesize that, you know, people will feel a certain type of way about their HBCU and that's what makes homecoming so important, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you go out. And you try to prove your hypothesis or you try to prove whatever it is that you, you discover along the way. And, you know, you just I discovered a lot along the way in, in the lines of doing this piece. And the end product is not what I set out to do. Mm-hmm. But it is a culmination of all of the thoughts that I had. And, you know, of course, the team around, you know, right. the input that you get along the way. You know what I'm saying? Because right. if I had it my way, it would have been. Because I was trying to make more of a conversation than a documentary per se. You know what I'm saying? I was trying mm-hmm. to to make something. When we started, it was like you know we want something that's gonna that's gonna be able to play ten years from now. You know what I mean? And people will still feel it, right? Mm-hmm. So my thing was I wanted to be, I wanted this conversation piece to set it up, and then we get to more of, you know, the action of homecoming. Because mm-hmm. to me, if I felt like I hypothesized that 
you know, you get to these spaces and you, you realize, you know what I'm saying, a lot about blackness in these spaces that you don't learn in your neighborhood or, you know what I'm saying, or in your family. You, you, in your family, you, you know, you got certain types of people, you know what I'm saying, your neighborhood, you got certain types of people and your, your knowledge of that shit is, is, is so right there in your face every day that you don't really think about those people other than what you know them as, right? Then, mm-hmm. then you take your ass to college and you meet people and you stuck around people that you might not have even known. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I didn't know black people did that. I didn't know black people even lived in Alaska. I didn't know that, you know what I'm saying, they were just regular rich black people that lived in an open neighborhood. I didn't know because I ain't know nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I knew right. rich drug right. dealers, but I didn't know like people who were rich since Reconstruction. You know what I'm saying? And and that starts to inform, like, oh, shit, the world is bigger. You know what I'm saying? Blackness is bigger. You know what I mean? And I think that's, that's you know, one of the unique things about HBCU is that you got all these different kinds of blacks. You're stuck in the middle of it, and then you're free to just explore all that shit. And there's nobody saying, oh, you niggas, there ain't no real police threat. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody, you know what I'm saying, wondering why you're here. It's, you don't have that look on you, you know what I'm saying? So you're just free to just do all your shit and meet all your people right. and talk to all you, you know what I'm saying, explore the whole shit. And there's right. no, and what I realized in doing this project is that ain't nowhere in the world like that for black Americans other than on nope. these campuses. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, where, where you yeah. going? yeah. Yeah, that's I don't it. care. That's you it. live in a whole see, black see neighborhood. The spectrum. You yeah, you got white spectrum. police checking your ass. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Thing. So it's so funny. Go, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm gonna find something to support that. But I mean, you've said this for a while. But keep going. I, I want to hear what you have to say. No, nah, that yeah, I was so you know what I'm saying. You got this place that is free, like a oasis, like a it's like somewhere else in time and space. And then you go in mm-hmm. the world, and for me, what when I started thinking about this, for me, when you go in the world, all of that blackness and how you fall in line amongst all the blackness, like, I felt like, shit, I'm good with all of the kinds of blacks, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm good with the street blacks from home, I'm good with the, the reconstruction blacks from Chicago, I'm, hey, man, I'm good with the blacks, I'm black. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. so when you go in the world, can't know I don't give a fuck what kind of white person try to tell me what I am or I ain't, cause I'm like, you have no credence. <laughs> cause you know who the fuck I am? I'm good amongst right. the blacks, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. right. I ain't got right. to be good amongst y'all. I know y'all got your own thing. You know what I'm saying? I know how to play, but I don't need y'all to accept me. Cause right. I'm good with the blacks, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. like that lady from uh, the the councilwoman in in L.A. Uh-huh. that was just saying the racist shit on tape, and when she said, uh, "Oh fuck that guy, he's with the blacks," I'm like, "Yeah, goddamn right, he with the blacks." <laughs> right, I'm with the right. blacks too. <laughs> right, right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So you know what I'm saying? Being with the blacks you know, shore you up in the world. That's how I felt. And so I wanted to see how other people felt. And 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And across the different schools, we we interview people from all kinds of schools. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just like a similar experience. I don't, no matter what campus you was on, you know? Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. so, but yeah, so we, we interviewed, talked to people from all kinds of schools, but then we only went to three schools because, of course, it was COVID. Mm-hmm. It was COVID. You know what I'm saying? A lot of schools didn't have a full homecoming or a sanctioned homecoming. So we ended up um, at Jackson State, FanU, and North Carolina Central, which I had mm-hmm. never really experienced at homecoming. Mm-hmm. Which was, they had a, you know what I'm saying? They had a surprisingly dope homecoming. I, I was like, oh Who's, shit. Which one? North Central Carolina or Central? Jackson State? Well, Jackson State, yeah. I mean, they had... They had um they had the big game like their game was bigger right, than yeah. everybody's um and they got Dion yeah yeah they yeah. got Dion but they their their homecoming was dope you know what I'm saying it's just a smaller school you know what I'm saying so the scale uh-huh. it was like it was like dope in scale you know what I'm saying right so right 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 so they had a great time and it was all you know I like how they do it you know what I mean it had, you know it's homecoming it, you know and and, yeah. and people like the 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 funny thing is this is one of the things that inform how I put it together. I tried to get all of these people from different schools to tell one homecoming story, not uh-huh. my homecoming better than yours. Or, you know what I'm saying? It, it it could easily get there. You know what I'm saying? We go there automatically. Oh, nah, Howard got the best homecoming or North Carolina A&T got the best homecoming, greatest homecoming on earth. You know, what I discovered is it's no it's no greater homecoming than, than your own. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. your experience is locked into this place. It ain't about the event. It ain't about the entertainers. It ain't about, you know what I'm saying, who who performing homecoming concert. Well, mm-hmm. It ain't even about that. That shit is about your experience and your relationship with that that land that you own at that, that time when you was the freest you was going to ever be in the world. Right. That's so funny. That's... Basically, what I was, um, I saw a friend of mine posted on Instagram. Shout out to my homegirl, Khadija. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> she retweeted, I guess, HBC, HBCU Pride Nation. It mm-hmm. says, if you wonder why HBCU alumni go so hard for their homecoming, it's because HBCUs represent the four years in our lives, maybe more, mm-hmm. in our lives mm-hmm. in which we weren't the minority mm-hmm. and in fit, an, an affinity group or an afterthought. Mm-hmm. It's black sacred ground. Right. And just basically what you just said, you know, right. like it is, it's not even about the the festivities. It's about bringing it back to that land, right. whatever that land was for you. And to celebrate that moment in time where, yeah, man, like you, it, your otherness wasn't the focal point. You know what I'm saying? Like right. they, this was your people, and to that other point is where you realize you're not a monolith. There's a wide, wide, wide spectrum of black. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's robust. Right. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing, right? You know, and and that's um, that's a conversation that happens every homecoming, right? Every right. October, mm-hmm. those conversations mm-hmm. start. You know what I mean? And, right. and then we right. go back to the regular world. I just wanted to make something that you could tap into and and really uh, solidify that thought in one place. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. The different thoughts. You know, yeah. I, I feel like 
it's an important piece of work more than it is a live ass piece of work. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think right. what we did was create something that will start that conversation over and over and over. You know what I'm saying? Right. That right. something that people could press and play and start that conversation. Somebody could watch it ten years from now and be like, "Ah, oh, shit," because. The thing about it, the experience don't change because America don't change. It hasn't changed. You know what I'm saying? So right. every year is a new crop that's getting that same experience. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's why, you know, it was an, it was important to make something that could, you know, that can be used to further the conversation. Right. No, I can dig it. And I mean, you know, the beauty of it is um one, it's in the world, and obviously there's always artistic compromise. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's just, that's kind of part of the process, mm-hmm. you know, in, in damn near every endeavor. And this, you know, like, this extends the conversation, right. opens the conversation on a certain level, and this may not be the last thing you ever have to say on the homecoming. Nah. So you may revisit this shit in another way, a different style, Man. a different... You know what I mean? Point of reference or whatever. So you know, Man. in this moment, this is this is as as Beyonce would say, this is Act One. Right. You know what I'm saying? See, you know, so shit. The thing about it though is that uh-huh. there's a million homecoming stories. You want right, you you absolutely. know what I'm saying? You can't exhaust them. You know what I'm saying? Just like there's a million dope boy stories. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every rapper right. untold it a million different ways. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's a million right. different outcomes, a lot of a lot of the same outcomes, but then there's a few outlying outcomes that that you know people are able to tell all those different kinds of stories. It's so many homecoming stories, man. There's a Greek homecoming story for every, you know what I'm saying, for every frat and sorority. There's there's a student homecoming story that we didn't, I didn't really tap into the student homecoming story at all that much. You know what I'm saying? What do you, oh, you mean the cats that are still there? Yeah, the people that are in school. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Yeah. Because that's a different, that's a totally separate homecoming experience. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, and we didn't tap, I consciously chose not to to try that story. That's interesting. Because, because for, to set the basis of what I was trying to set up, the students Mm -hmm. don't have, the, they not they too close to it to to really appreciate what they're actually in. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So mm. I talked to I I interviewed a few students. You know what I'm saying? Across in the, in the first wave, it was probably about maybe six or seven students that I talked to, and mm. none of them were able to separate themselves from it enough to actually tell you what it was that they were in. It's like being in the forest and somebody, and you've never been out of it. So you can't say you're in the forest. You just know it's a lot of trees around. You know what I'm saying? It's always right. shady. You know, <laughs> it get, you know, the leaves fall in the winter, but you don't really understand, nigga, you in a forest. Right. So, right. so I consciously chose to focus on the alumni experience because it, it, uh, it's more informed and, you know, the groaner you get, the more time you have to actually live life and under- appreciate how good that time actually was for you and how much you mm-hmm. actually learned and how much that actually benefited you. You know what I'm saying? When you still in financial aid lines, you try like, shh, nigga, 
You know what I'm saying? I had a great time, but nigga, this shit is crazy right now. So, mm. so I think one of the most interesting stories that 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 surprised me, you know what I'm saying? It was, a, you know, one of the um subjects was a older woman. She probably like 80 something years old, right? And mm-hmm. she was telling her story about just wanting to get away from her mom and and um, she was able to get away and go to Morris Brown because it was an AME school, like a church school. Like the AME church founded Morris Brown. So it's like she was able, her mom allowed her to go. And mm-hmm. and she was, you know what I'm saying, she 80-something years old. She done lived all of her life. And was like, that was the best thing that happened to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Getting away from my mom in this little country town, being able to go to Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Have fun. Some of the stuff that I wasn't able to put in there, you know what I'm saying? She was like, you know, she was talking about how she met her husband while she was walking to um to Pascal's and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he said some wild shit out the car. He was like, uh, hey you hey you thick legs. <laughs> And that's how I, I was like, damn, I don't know if I could put that in. That's from an era, a different kind of era. Right, right. A bygone situation. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from a patriarchal, right. misogynistic era. But, right. but you know what I'm saying? But the way that she told her story and, 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 and for her, someone who has lived all through, you know what I'm saying, three quarters of her life is like, uh-huh. that was the best decision I made in my life. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's like somebody like that has lived and experienced all their life and still feel just like a motherfucker who just graduated, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. it's interesting, man. You know, it's interesting. Now, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, yeah, if y'all in Atlanta and y'all want to see it, go down Check in, go on, uh, what's the, what's the website one more time? What's the uh, I don't situation? Know. The website is called Short and Fresh Film Fest. Short and Fresh Film Fest, Sunday, this Sunday coming up. Yeah. Check it out. If you have any HBCU homecoming memories from any vantage point, let us know in the comments or hit us on the, on the, you know, the social media, sharing with the people. You know what I'm saying? It'd be good. It'd be good. Uh yeah, salute, man. That's Appreciate big. It. That's it. big. Yes, sir. Last question. Do you think um how did you like the documentary process and would you do another documentary? And if so, you have any ideas of what? I mean, of course. I mean, uh, I would definitely I mean, we're in the business of that, you know. So of course. This particular documentary was different and and I don't think I would experience shooting a documentary just in this manner again. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I know. okay. One, again, we shot it in the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Where people uh-huh. were feeling a certain kind of way. You know what I mean? Um, you know, people did get out and go to homecoming, but there were still people that were still afraid, you know? There was some people that didn't do the interviews because they didn't want to be in a closed quarters doing interviews and stuff, even though we were doing them all, like, one-on-one. Um, so... That experience won't happen again. I mean, I shit, to break it down, the the post production part of it on this one, you know, it was difficult because shit, I had three editors catch COVID. You know what I'm saying? Dang. Mm. 
mm-hmm. I caught COVID. Mm-hmm. The um the last day of shooting, I caught COVID. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't catch it on the shoot. I caught it after I left. After I shot the last interview with Will, with Will Packer. Mm-hmm. I left. I went to the spot. I told that story. I went to the little restaurant spot, and the kitchen was closed. They was mysteriously closed and shit. And mm-hmm. and then I found out later they had a um, a little outbreak in there. And mm. and that was three days, two days later, three days later, I started getting the symptoms. So, you know, and it was supposed to be a short post-production window. But when you got all these, you know what I'm saying, niggas catching COVID and all this shit, you got to go rescue the hard drives from a cat that's, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> you know, it's like, there's a lot going on. God wanted this to work because. <laughs> mm. Right. Right, right, right. There's a lot going on. <laughs> so when I look at it again, yeah, I would do another doc. But, of course, I wouldn't be doing it under the same circumstances. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You got anything in mind that you can share or not? Nah, well, you know, you know I'm at Revolt, so we got a, a slate of docs that we, we starting um, pre-production on. Can't really drop them yet, just yet, but. Um, okay. But we got three docs in in the process of being uh, put together on the pre-production side. Uh, okay. So, okay. you know, yeah, I'm going to be doing them. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm All right, back, back, back. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. That's yeah, what's up. We out here to make shit, you know? There you go. All I'm, just, I'm just glad go. that I was able to do shit in the black space, you know what I'm saying? I feel like... Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good space for me. I think just being black was kind of like God's uh, sign to say, nigga, this is where you need to go. This is the direction mm-hmm. you need to go in. Because that was something I just shot and just put together on the Humble. And, but it was the first. I had done lots of work, right? Lots of work. Probably I probably was up to about 300 projects at that point. So, you know, man, I had I had done a lot of things, but I had never put my name on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I never put, you know, a film by Ali Muhammad on none of my work. You know what I'm saying? Just just do it. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's branded. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it don't have no credits. But when I when I put that on there, it changed the scope of what it was. You know what I'm saying? It became mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. not just like a little video. It became like your POV. You know what I'm saying? This is Ali Muhammad's mm-hmm. point of view. You know, right. and that was powerful for me to see. You know what I'm saying? Just in my on my own computer, like, oh wow, nigga, this is my shit. You know, and then I, I I put it out there on the internet, and it did well. You know what I mean? And for a long time, that got me more work than the other 200 videos that I had done. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, oh, that's right. the guy that you know what I'm saying do the black shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's your call right, call. so it was like, damn, it was signature, and so to go from you know just being black to dear black man to you know what I'm saying something like the return for you know what I'm saying historically black colleges to executive producing revolt black news and black girl stuff, you know what I'm saying, and and working at a network owned by a black man, <laughs> it's like nigga. How am I not gonna keep doing shit, man? I'm, I'm shit. I'm right. here. 
In the black. Fucking with the blacks. <laughs> now, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? I'm that's with the blacks. Shit. Oh, man. That's good, man. Uh, what else is going on before we jump into these? Um, shit. Shout out to um, shout out to my not so black friend, but that does a lot of black content. That has a uh, Uh shout out to Laura Checkaway. Um, she has her doc Uh is dropping this weekend on ESPN Films. Um, so y'all can check that out. Let me see. I'm gonna get the the correct title right quick. Is it something? Something? It's about uh. This martial arts instructor in Detroit and the program that he built for black boys. So, okay. yeah, so she did it with uh, Lawrence Fishburne and his company. Uh, it's called The Cave of Abdullah. Abdullah? Hold on. Shit, the, the damn screen change. Uh-huh. Adulam. The Cave of Adulam. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. That drops this, uh-huh. that drops on Sunday. So. That's yeah, good. shout out, shout out to Laura Checkaway, yeah. famous, famous for uh, among many things, but uh, being the uh, the co-author of my infamous life, the Prodigy right. memoir, which was fucking all right. that. She she wrote yeah, the Prodigy yeah. joint. She wrote the um, Angie Martinez joint too. Oh, that's yeah. what's up. I read that shit too. That was yeah, she ghost. She, she was. I think she ghost wrote that one. Um. But she, okay. she, damn, you blew it up. Nah, man, everybody know it. Ain't no motherfucking Shit. secret. The fuck? <laughs> ain't no ghost. Ain't no ghost. I ain't no signed more. no NDA. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I didn't. I didn't know it was a secret. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. We should. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Laura. You know what I'm saying? You still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm here. You hear me? Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. There you go. Yo, there you, you go, hear me? Oh. Okay, yeah, 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 I'm here, I'm here. So, yeah. Shit, shit is crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, shout out to Lord Checkaway, my partner in crime. You know what I'm saying? I worked on her doc that got nominated for an Oscar. Um, so, you know, it was she. Was that Edith and Eddie? Yeah, yeah, what was Edith that and Eddie. What was that joint? And, um, you know, okay. it's like, you know, when you look at other people go through what they go through to shoot docs, you know what I'm saying? I, even, even this long journey, you know what I'm saying, which was uh, you know less than a year, um, getting it together, getting it all the fine tuning and all that shit, even, even all the COVID shit and all the you know stuff we went through and post. You know, some you no know, docs take years to do. You know what I'm saying? That's why that's why I'm not really even considering this a doc. I was like more of a it's more of a conversation because. I mean, I'm not trying to dig and find both sides of the story and do you know what I mean? It was I know that these people experience these things. They got an experience to talk about. And because of COVID, we only had a limited amount of places we could go and shoot. So it it limited you to get that shit done with the shit that you had at the time that you had it. And I appreciated that. That's what's up. That's what it is. Sunday, y'all check it out. Atlanta, go check it out. Show love. Pull up. Word up. All right. Oh, man. I seen real quick, uh, before we get into all of the the TV shit, I guess this is a cool transition. I watched uh, Intergalactic on Netflix, Mm -hmm. the the Kid Cudi animated joint that he did with uh, Kenya Barris. Mm -hmm. 
And um, I'm not really an animated kind of guy. I'm not really the biggest <laughs> fan of animation. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I mess with it. More oftentimes it's just, I don't know. I feel like I've gone, I've grown beyond mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Even though there's a lot of adult cartoons out there, I you know, I don't always engage with them like that. But I'll say I enjoyed this joint. It was good. It was like a rom-com type situation. Like, uh some people are saying like a love Jones. I guess that was like the, the spirit of it, but it's definitely like a little, you know, yeah, like a rom-com situation, maybe love Jones kind of vibe, black, black love type thing Mm -hmm. set in New York city had the vibe of like enter the spider verse multiverse. I believe even as dope as that was, I didn't even get all the way through that. Again, this is where I'm at with the um, animation, but this shit I fucked with. I liked it. It had some humor. It had, you know, cool uh, voice actors in there. It was a nice little story told. And um, if you haven't checked it out or if you've been curious, I, I recommend checking it out. Intergalactic on Netflix. That shit was pretty good. Anyway. All right. Let us get into this. These, uh, these dragons and these, uh, you know what I mean? These people out here in Queens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're gonna come back next week, hopefully. Yes, we're we... coming back. We're gonna hit y'all with a, a a real like robust ass Atlanta recap because Atlanta's been having a hell of a final season. We gotta, you know what I mean? We gotta get all of the information in, and we're gonna, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna, we're gonna break it down because it's been some good, it's been some good, interesting shit to talk about. Next, so we tally in the votes. Next, currently. next Wednesday on <laughs> the conversation, the ATL special. Yeah, 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 yeah. We break exactly, down exactly. The, the critical analysis of the FX TV show Atlanta. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Oh, uh, shit, man. Where you want to go first? You want to go to Queens or Westeros? Previously on Raising Canaan. Okay, let's get it. Let's get it, man. Uh, you want to kick it off? Go ahead. Oh, shit. Oh, you want me- um, let's see. I could kick it off. All right, so we in Queens. Marvin done fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Marvin done just put the head out on the, on the woman who was in witness protection. You know what I'm saying? Shit goes left as we knew it would when we first saw the clown involved. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And so we enter the scenario. Marvin is somehow, in some way, and for whatever reason, consulting with with uh, Unique. <laughs> it's, you know, enemy turned frenemy. Um, and Unique's like, nigga, you fucked up, man. Yeah, it's fucked up for you. <laughs> like he ain't trying to offer him no, no, you know what I'm saying? Solace, nigga. This shit is fucked up for you, man. And um, he's relishing it a bit. Right. He's happy, a right? Bit. He, he like nigga. I told yeah. your clown ass, nigga. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so so he, you know, he 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 giving them the worries. You know what I'm saying? Marvin is sweating bullets. Um, the clown out the out the crew was. Still alive. And that's what he was telling me. Yo, he's still mm-hmm. alive. That means he talking. Good thing is, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know when and where he, the clown Italian found out it was Marvin. I don't know either. You know what I'm saying? Either. They didn't show that. You know what I'm saying? All we knew was 
Marvin talked to the son, and they went and got it done. I didn't know. I didn't think that the the clown Italian would even do it for Marv, a black man. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that right. was that was right. a little. You know what I mean? That was a jump cut. But uh, speaking of that, one thing that I found funny, I was just jumping for one second there. Speaking of the clown and and. Uh, all that shit. When he went to the hospital to see him, he's on his deathbed. He's real weak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that racism invigorated him, though. They was like, now, do you know who set him up? He was. He went from, <laughs> to, it was that fucking nigga. You know, the one, the one black guy. <laughs> that was, he used his last breath on that racism. <laughs> that fucking black guy. I told you about him. That was, a <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, shit. to the 10th degree boy he brought back the old school mm-hmm. old school gut bucket racism go ahead mm-hmm. um so so we 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 got that we got marvin out there you know doing his thing now nice big sister gotta go have a meeting with the italians and shit uh so you know you know how that that went you know what i'm saying marvin gotta go she like, nah, you ain't fucking with my brother. But, you know, I don't know why she, you know, you know, she is who she is, so she'll tell the motherfucker how she feel. Um, not that they would listen, but, you know, she exerted her, her way. Um, speaking of Big Sis, Big Sis steps to the R. Kelly, R. Kellya, <laughs> next door neighbor of Famous, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and you know, made sure she understood her position. And you know, R. Kelly was like, tried to stick to that. I don't know what you talk about to that pistol was side mm-hmm. of her head. And she mm-hmm. she got the point. And uh, yeah. and then uh, you know, Canaan, oh lover boy Canaan. I don't know when he fell so hard for the for the lady, but he goes over there. Yeah. Hey now, let me in. He got to that aggressive door kicking. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's over. Yeah, that's some shit. That young love hit hard, though, bro. That lo- young love when but you when first. When did he fall you know, in love, though? It wasn't. It ain't love. <laughs> it's just his hormones have been activated in a way that had never been before. You know what I'm saying? On a whole nother on an adult level. Right. So that shit. That, that nigga wanted to go back. Right. He was. He was. He had to. He had to be. He had a little beef with his moms right, over that right. shit. Like that's that young love <laughs> shit where you you start not to respect boundaries and authority because you are turned all the way out. Right. That man was that man was cunt struck. If we let my man uh, <laughs> homie say it in Westeros, that's what they would call that. Cunt struck. But uh, good, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh shit! And that might have been his first. That might have been his first situation. If I'm thinking about it, I don't think he was with uh. Home girl nah. whose mom's was a crackhead, nah, nah, and I don't nah. think he was with uh Karina. Nah, you know nah. what I mean? Yeah, that might have been that might have been one that might have brought him in the in the game. Yeah, so so you know that that scene, you know, it struck me how how unique you know New York is. You know, cities, you know, dense cities and shit where you have those uh-huh. you know buildings uh-huh. and shit. And when you live in a building, mm-hmm. you got to deal with, you know what I'm saying? A nigga out there kicking at his girl dough. <laughs> don't, don't, don't let me in. That's when you be in the peephole right. like this nigga tripping. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trying to figure yeah. out should you call the police or not. Uh, 
Right. Like, you know, well, coming from where I'm from, everybody lives so spaced out that, you know, you don't, you know, you might hear you might hear it through their windows, but it ain't up on you. Yeah. I just it just threw me back to when we lived in an apartment in New York and it's just right. all of the right. domestic violence you hear through the walls and shit. <laughs> That's when you. That's when you learn the art of looking through your peephole right. quietly. Right. <laughs> you learn how loud that little that little lid is. That little click 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 click. You gotta be right. real smooth about. Right. Yeah, man. Nosiness. That's how you hone your. Yeah, nosiness. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we lived in the building, man. These people, these these people next door, they man, goddamn. I don't even know how they coexisted because they get to getting. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I think that was Dominican or something. And then, like, every year Dominican parade, that shit get to getting. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they tearing, they tearing uh-huh. shit up. Like, they pulling the China cabinet down, all kind of shit. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing over there? <laughs> they turning shit up. Oh, some Jeffrey Dahmer yeah, shit. Then they, then they, then they get quiet. And then they moved to another room, and you just then you had to put your your ear to the walls, make see if niggas about to kill her or something. Like nigga, why, why they so quiet? What yeah. happened? And then they just she probably done went yeah. and locked herself in the bathroom or something. Uh huh. <sighs> Man. Yeah. That's how you. That's how you learn to mind your business. That's when. That's when your sympathy gets dulled. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's when you gotta you gotta go from being an empath to a ah. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know what the other extreme is. These yeah. niggas, they What's they up? gonna fuck your your empathy up. Hey man, I can't uh-huh. carry it's this. Much, <laughs> it's too much bandwidth. <laughs> empathy overload. Shit. But in, oh, any other man, way, yeah. Kanan, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know he she opened the door with the with the chain on. Like look, uh-huh. nigga, you got to go. I I can't <laughs> I can't fuck with you. She was like, I only got a six shooter. Tell you the tell you the truth, nigga. I knew who you was when I, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but you, right, it's right. too much come with you now. I ain't really, I ain't ready right. to risk my life about it. Bye, Canaan. Right, right, right. Uh huh. Take it easy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah. Canaan yeah. taking another loss. You know, hmm. when you think about Canaan, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Where he when he became Fifty Cent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh huh. And you know how his life ended, you know what I'm saying? By the, you know, by the hands of the law, his daddy the law, his mama was a snitch to the law. You know what I'm saying? You know, he 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 taking a lot of hits here and there, you know. Lived pretty privileged life, but you know, his own shit was taking a lot of hits, you know, from the jump. I don't know mm-hmm. when he gonna get on track and become Canaan Canaan, but mm-hmm. he taking a lot of lumps to get there. Yeah, you see, you see the slow build. You see the origin stories. Like to to that point, uh, this was a great episode to add more color to the jukebox origin right. story, which we kind of talked about maybe last week. Right. Like, where's the turn gonna happen? Yeah, that's it. We saw that turn. That's it. You might <laughs> yeah, as well that, go that tell him about it. That was a turn. Yeah, they hit her with. They tried to hit her with the old school conversion therapy. They tried that. You know what I'm Ex- saying? Exercise they motherfucking ass. Yeah, they pulled out the rolling TV, and this wasn't in, this wasn't the good kind. Nah. You know how back in the days when the TV get rolled out, it's a good day. Yeah, nah, they rolled out the this. TV and put what they put on porn or what the fuck the, the hell? They put some porn. It was like a little medley of <laughs> a bunch of different shit. It was you know what I mean? It was some porn. It was 
It was all types of porn too. You know what I mean? They had somebody uh hook it up, like a little mixtape, but they then they strapped her down. Right. Had her watch it, holding her head, starting to beat on her hand right. with the with a ruler. Yeah, it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? She looking at her mama for crazy. help, but you know what I'm saying? Help was not coming. Mm-mm. And then she realized Mm-mm. it and snapped into that. I don't even feel this shit mm-hmm. no more. And that's the worst shit, man. Yep. First shit ever. Yeah. Like, when you be around the hood, you know, in your family and shit, and you get those kids who just get beatings, right? They just, just, mm-hmm. just beatings are attracted to them. Like, we gonna beat you. And then right. they get to that point where the beatings don't hurt no more. And then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That kid that you whooping, you whooping, you wailing on them. Motherfucker grab the belt and just start staring you down. Be like, shit, this motherfucker just created a psychopath. <laughs> this nigga, yeah. this nigga's not having mm-hmm. it no more. And that pretty much be one of the last times the nigga get beat, at least by that person who was beating him. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. when they got to escalate yeah. the shit. I didn't just, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your uncle need to come over here and handle you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got too much. You know <laughs> too much shit went. It got way violent, way more violent. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just the look. You know what I'm saying? To a mutiny. Cause, yeah. cause that look, yeah. that look, when you go against that authority with the belt that's in your family that's grown, uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and that look, yeah. I haven't seen it a few times on a few different kids. You know what I'm saying? A couple with my family and then uh-huh. one in my neighbor. Uh-huh. That I get the same feeling every time that I saw it. You know what I'm saying? You a kid, motherfucker, getting beat, breaks off. Yeah, motherfucker, uh-huh. put that look that jukebox put on. You be like, damn, yep. this nigga crazy. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it's a turn. Yeah. It's a turn, and then it's like a, it's like a dull glaze over. Right. If there's a, you know, you know what I mean, like in the eyes mm-hmm. where like you just see it's. It's changed now. Mm-hmm. It's changed now. You, yeah, you definitely notice it. It's, it's one of those moments, and you can see it from afar. Mm-hmm. You can see people that you know where they used to have a lot of life in their eyes, and then you, you come, you come upon them, and you, you know, you might be approaching for the pound. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The what's up, and you see mm-hmm. the the shit, the the sullen nature of the eyes. It's a very, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm taking life as it is. Ah, it's the worst shit ever. Because mm-hmm. it's so apparent, and it's like, damn. And it's almost irreversible. You right. know what I mean? Like, that's the sad part about it. More often than not, it doesn't really go back. Nah, you, you, you know? never go. Damn. It never goes back. Once the motherfucker give you that look and, and, and grab the belt or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hold it where you can't even yeah. take it back. You just had to give up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause they don't feel it no more. All of the nerves and dendrites—they've been broken down. Like they are so no. It's like they laminated and just like fucking. It's a callus. It's like a full. Your whole soul is callus. Right, but it ain't yeah, a physical yeah. callus. It's a mental callus. No. It's a psychological callus, nigga. That yeah, man. All right, that ain't gonna work no more. I don't give a fuck what you doing, and, and it's uh, probably one of them leftover traumas from slavery getting beat. And shit, I was about to say, yeah, yeah, it's Kunta disease. You had to go ahead. I, was, <laughs> I see why they just had to let slaves free. I was like, these niggas is fed up. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> let him go his own hey, way. Hey. I can't sleep around him. <laughs> yeah, nah. 
Not at all. Yeah, man. Let him go. Yeah, you got to. Go. We got to kill this motherfucker, cause uh, bro, he's yeah. not a good look. Yeah. And it's too many. Of, y'all heard that shit that happened in Haiti? Listen, nigga. We need to go ahead and kill all this shit. <laughs> these niggas that. getting crafty and mad. They sullen in the eyes, nigga. Mm-hmm. You got to stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> nah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It happens, though. It's one of those things where you see it, you're like, damn. Woo-wee. Uh, but, you know, on a not drastic level, because I don't know if you ever got beat growing up, but there is a level where, like, and I, it's sad because I guess it's traumatic, but it is part of maturity. Mm-hmm. But it is that part where the ass whipping don't hold no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it might not be, you might hold up, you might grab the belt because you just like, it's enough, but not because your soul is broken and calloused <laughs> over, but it's just like, it's enough. And re, But it's, it's a respectful impasse. Right. It's like, I remember that one time, my mom's with my ass, I was like, all right, all right. Take it easy. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, I was as shocked as she was because I couldn't believe that I intervened with the, with the, with the, so I'm like, yo, my bad, but I'm a pass on the rest of this. I think we're going to have to start using our words. You know what I mean? Because this shit here, I can't do it no more. And it was just an understanding. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't super violent. I don't think my lights went out. You know what I mean? I think I still got some, some hope in my eye, but at that point I said, enough of this. It's not what it is. Yeah. I got, um, I got, I got whoopings, but to a certain degree, you know what I'm saying? To a certain stage. mm -hmm. Like my pops was more about the Jedi mind trick on your ass. You know what I'm saying? Right. He he was trying to he was going out thinky and you know what I'm saying? He was gonna move you with right. them thoughts. You know what I'm saying? My mom Right. She, you know, she ain't really live with us a, a, a lot. She used to she used to hand out the ass whoopings, but then the last whooping I got was it was her ass whooping to give, but she passed it off to my dad. You know what I'm saying? Even though they weren't together, they ain't live together. Like, how you going to trans? Uh-huh. This is non-transferable. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what happened yeah. at your house supposed to stay at your house? The fuck? <laughs> Delegated. You know what I'm <laughs> exactly. So it was like uh-huh. it was like my birthday and um come oh, coming up and um I want uh-huh. that's when the disc camera came out. You know, I don't know if you remember that, but it was a I got yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I remember the disc camera. I got a, some disc stuff that I got to get process yeah my so, grandmother's house i got an old disc camera got so so i wanted the disc camera and uh-huh and my mom kept telling me when the man so she had somebody renting like the little efficiency in the back so it was like probably used to be a garage they turned it into like a little efficiency so she was like i can't get you no gift until he pay his rent and, and mm-hmm. so you know me i'm like well shit let me go on back here and tell this nigga he need to pay his rent. You know what I'm saying? I ain't asked nobody. I ain't tell nobody. I just showed up, knocked on the man door. Mm-hmm. And the nigga was sullen in the eyes, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Your pops? Nah, the nigga who uh-huh. who, who owed the rent. So, oh, okay. so imagine gotcha. you a grown ass man, sullen in the eyes. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You in your uh-huh. you living in the efficiency. And you, you in your drawers, and this little 12, 13-year-old come knocking on your door asking about the rent. Uh-huh. Man, that nigga looked at me up and down from my shoes to my head, 
I'm telling you, no shirt on, draws, uh-huh. and slammed the door in my uh-huh. face so hard. You come to my motherfucking <laughs> door. I was like, oh. right. I was like, okay, I guess that didn't go so well. You know what I'm saying? And then uh-huh. I didn't say shit about it, but of course he went back and told. And then she transferred the information to my pops and, uh, you know what I'm saying, basically the rights to the belt. And that was the last ass whooping I got. Everything else after that was Jedi mind trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's good, yeah. But anyway. It's a, yeah, it's a progression. <laughs> yeah, right. It's an it's a, it's a evolution. Yeah, man. Right. Uh, so go ahead. So we talked so about. So Juke, you know what I'm saying, went, is going through her transformation. You know what I'm saying? They, they uh-huh. The Crusaders, you know what I'm saying, came in and tried to beat the, beat the gay out of her. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying she she had you know had to go on back to Queens and all of that love she had for her mama is now turned into she worse than her daddy you know what I'm saying because while she didn't beat her mm-hmm. herself she sat there and allowed these people to do it in front of other right. people and right. and against my not because of something I did but just because of who I am. Which is fucking worse. What was also interesting, though, similar to how you said you don't know how um, <clears throat> how the clown found out mm-hmm. that Marvin was in play with the hit. Right. I'm trying to figure out at what point was it kind of revealed that jukebox was gay. You know what I mean? Like, uh, did she get all that conversion therapy off the strength of a hunch? What, you talking about with the mama? Really, she with was, the mama? With the mom, Well, yeah. the mom had been peeping her, you know what I'm saying, the whole time. And then, you know, then she started buying her the dresses and trying to get her to dress in dresses, which she did. You know what I'm saying? And then I think when yeah. she peeped it, peeped it, was when the boy was trying to holler at her. She, mm-hmm. she, she looked over there and seen her, like, with the look of nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of my face, you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. And then played the role. And then she looked at her mama. And then she played the role and went on ahead and and you know mm-hmm. fake gave him the number. You know what I'm saying. Right. So I think the mom wants her to pursue. You know what I'm saying that type mm-hmm. of thing. But she peeped that that she wasn't gonna really do it. Right, so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was kind of, you know. Yeah, it was loose, but they gave you a few little hints that the mom was on to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was that. I did like the one moment, and it's funny because then he spoke to it in the next scene, but I caught it in that moment, like um, when um, when Jukebox called Marvin dad, mm-hmm. like when he was wilding out mm-hmm. on, you know, right. spazzing a little yeah, bit. he in was the about street. to spazz. She was like, dad. Yeah, yeah, it was like, oh, look at that. You know what I'm saying? Look at that. Look at, look at, you know, that's that's the reconciliation that you see oftentimes when it's like, you know what I mean? It ain't all the way, it's not all the way articulated. Mm-hmm. It's just certain overtures are made. Right. You know, it's, uh, it's you can file that under maybe a little less heightened, but you can file it under the, you hungry? Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, that's the... <laughs> We're not really going to unpack things, but we're going to get over. We're going to smooth this over. Right. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. Right. Um, I thought um, I thought that this was a good Rocky episode. Just 
just by like everything. Like she was owning scenes from the beginning where she go to Paloma house, pull the pistol on and handle that. Then when she's coming around the corner and she see famous, he think he's slick. She see famous and she cool. Boy, go to school. You know what I mean? Like real, some real from thug to moms. You know what I mean? Like the moment where she's in the house with Kanan and Kanan is beefing about the situation with, um, you know, how she kind of formed on his, you know, his little, uh, his, uh, you know, his molester, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like how she kind of, you know, kind of jumped in the way of that. Just how she was moving physically in the scene. There's one part where he say something slick to her mm-hmm. and she kind of like half turned. But like just her body language, how she played that shit was just, that was just, you know how you talk about face acting? Mm-hmm. It's just, it was just body act. Like it was, it was mom and like she was like a, you know, it felt like she felt, you felt that shit. It was that, there was the moment also, you know, when she with the mafia done mm-hmm. and, you know, she hit him with the soliloquy. Nah, bro, it ain't gonna happen like that. Mm-hmm. You know, my condolences to your family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that, my my brother ain't had nothing to right. do with that. That ain't on you know? us, nigga. It's cool. Yeah. And then it was, you know, the, the whole, I don't know if it's because you, and I'm paraphrasing, if you black or you a woman that you feel like you got to go, and he she hit him with the, see, that's what it is about you. As a, you know what I mean? As a man, you would think that it's about you. You know, like, mm-hmm. she has some moments in this episode yeah. where she really, yeah, but, man. But she, shout out, shout yeah. out to the director. You know what I'm saying? Stacey Muhammad. Stacey Muhammad. You know what I'm saying? New Orleans, uh-huh. born and raised, but it was a Brooklyn you know what I'm saying? Filmmaker out there in, in Brooklyn, uh-huh. Best Star areas. So, yeah, shout out to Stacey Muhammad. She killed it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've worked with her before. She's really? a beast. She's oh, a yeah, 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 yeah. She's a beast. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to her. Bird. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, that was that was fire. Uh, what else? There was some other shit. I I might have yeah. cut into your 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 go ahead no, and no, keep no, going. No, I thought no, you no. Might. I mean, this is what it is. It's a conversation. Okay. Um, right, back, back, shit, after Juke, you know what I'm saying, the last thing, Marvin get pop. Oh, well, what's happening with Lou? What's going on with Lou? Lou finally got on the radio. I mean, we'll see what happens. Right. But finally caught it. I mean, he had to put a gun in somebody's mouth. Right. But, uh, Lou out here trying to make these dreams come true. Yeah, man. Yeah. He definitely on his shook night. Lou. You know what I'm saying? He aggressive with it. Mm-hmm. Um, then Cartier had a moment this 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 episode, didn't he? He had a bit of a moment yeah. where he kind of uh, well, he kind of he's been playing his hand a little too much, and I don't know. It's interesting because how Cartier is written, it don't seem like Rocky would be able to kind of creep around him mm-hmm. that easily, right? You know what I'm saying? Like he seemed like he's pretty ironclad he don't really feel sloppy he could be arrogant mm-hmm. and maybe that because it's achilles because he just feel like it can happen right. you know what i'm saying but like the way he because this is the second they double down and on this whole dc maryland thing mm-hmm. so now she peeps that he gonna hold out on bonding the dc connect mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so rocky double back and you know what i'm saying make things happen but i just feel like they're in too close contact 
for you know what I mean like there's a little bit of a stretch based on how the character has been introduced right. and how the character's been moving right. for me to believe that he that like he he's not paying attention he's that off point but, did Rock bail him out I don't think I'm I don't well, she was trying. I think she was trying to make a move. Okay. I think she was trying. Remember, she got on the phone with, I guess, her attorney or somebody oh, okay. was like, "Yo, I got this cat out. Yo, make that happen." And then she went yeah, back, yeah. and that's right when she was about to, I think, meet with Kane and to show him the house. But she was like, "Yo, make that happen." So it seems I, like it's yeah, in slipped, the works. I slipped that. I slipped that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Hold on one second. Yeah, that's basically it. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought I thought at some point Marvin was going to knock the therapist off, not get her knocked off. But it looks mm-hmm. like I think the therapist caught that bullet and not Marvin because I can't see them killing Marvin. I just yeah. can't see it. Marvin is too much of a colorful character. Right. And he's and he's he's got he's got caught out there before. He's he's kind of bulletproof. Right. And but, uh, and you know, the rule of power is if you don't see him die, they ain't dead. And then if, even if when you do That's true. <laughs> you know they might come back from the dead. That's true. Yeah, so, that's true. So yeah. they ain't yeah. even show it, so I don't believe I don't believe he did. You know what I'm saying? We gotta yeah. really get to what it, what really happened on next week's oh, episode. I, yeah, I guess we also got to talk about, and this is a little, again, this is a little, I don't say unbelievable, but it's just a little romanticized kind of soap, not soap opera-ish, but it's just a little, a little, um, it's a, a little fuzzy when Kanan go to Howard's spot to go spend the night, sleep on the couch and mm-hmm. How it make them toast and orange juice in the morning, and Kanan goes out the back, and it's mm-hmm. like, "You my father, but not my father." This whole thing, ah, uh, I gotta see what that. There's something needs to happen in that situation because it's starting to, it's starting to feel a little, uh, just a little like. That's one of the things tone wise that's kind of killing me a little bit. Uh, it's getting a little saccharine. And, I, and it's like almost forced because if Kanan is still could go to the house in Queens, why would he go to his daddy house? Because as soon as he leaves there, he goes to the house in Queens where Jukebox at. Right. Yeah, but I guess no. Nah, well, I think Rocky about to come back to the house in Queens. She ain't move into the to the um to the whatever the Long Island house. Oh, okay. I don't think she moved in. Like they ain't had no furniture, nothing oh, like that. Okay, she was okay. just showing them. Okay, so she, she was. It. She was. Going so she was back coming back later okay. on. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He he just took the took the, the bus back or whatever. He got back. Yeah, you know, Power University just you know, telepathy. He fast. He faster than the Range Rover. Yeah, he telepathy yeah, he his way back to, to the Queens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That shit is crazy. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think that's it, yeah, man. Yeah. Lou, it's looking like that crown shit's about to come back on him. Yeah. Because they found the bulletproof records card in the in the yeah, situation. Yeah. Lou, Lou been kind of sloppy this season. Even sloppier than Marvin, which is kind of, from season one, Lou seemed like he had his shit a little bit more together than Marvin. But I guess his head ain't in the game. Right. And he's like. You know, so there's so, that. Oh, the mystery of the brown paper bag, he paid the payola for the record to get played with that money. Uh, wait, but did? Oh, yeah. oh, because that's when he followed up on him. Like, I gave you the money. Right. I gave you the money. But, but who I'm, did he pay? He paid that dude right there. 
So why'd he say, well, I deal with Crown if he had a history of getting paid by Lou? Why he no, act he surprised? No, nah, nah, nah. no, that was the, the Jamaican niggas. No, 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 not the Jamaican cat. The cat that he had to put the gun in his mouth when he's like, when he pulled up on, I guess, the right, he, DJ. He's like, I usually he was, I deal with Crown for business. You know what I'm saying? That's, he, they was keeping that disc going that he just the money man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's like, I gave you the money. Okay. I want to hear my record playing. You know what I'm saying? Got it, got it, got it, got it, got you, got you, got you, got so, you. Like, he's not the artist. He's just the, yeah, he's just the check cutter. Right, you yeah, just the nigga, it. you just the money nigga, because that's how they was trying to disrespect him. Yeah, that's just my money nigga. Uh-huh. He don't know nothing about this shit, you know? Right. But you know, right. I do know, you know what I'm saying, this gun got bullets with your name on it, nigga. My record ain't played. Yeah, man. So that that, <laughs> yeah. that, yeah. that answered one of the questions I had about if he took okay. the brown paper bag money out the trap, I thought he went uh-huh. to pay the Jamaicans, but no, he right. he signed his life away to 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 Cartier to take care of the Jamaicans. Okay, because I'm about to say, what happened to the Jamaicans? They just kind of faded out. So I guess Cartier yeah. handled the Jamaicans. Yeah, Cartier and is he, supposed now to be now Cartier. Right. He's like, uh, what is he now? Sixty percent. Fifty. Fifty. To 50, 40%. lose forty. Yeah, forty now. Lose still controlling interest. He said. Right, okay, okay, okay. Because it was broken up between the three, and then he got half of Crown shit, I guess. I don't know. 33, 33, 33. Yeah, no, I think, no, like I think, I think his deal was he wanted half of Crown shit. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the rest how the shit went. Any old yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, it is. Any old way. The yeah, nigga ain't been this with the, with the nigga. Right, yeah, he been kind of, we'll see. We'll see, hopefully, because... They building Cartier to be somewhat of a, you know what I mean? Like, he's going to be there a little bit. And then it's also, I, it looks like in the preview, uh, Joe, I mean Joey, uh, Unique going to have to maybe not pick a side, but he going to have to, you know, he going to have to stand on his own morals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they want him to kind of, you know, maybe take a hit out or, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. stand with him against Rocky, and he right. like, nah, I can't do that. Right. So we're going to see what that's going to turn into. Uh, how many more episodes we got left? Maybe two? Um, shit, I don't know. That's, it's usually 10. Something like that. It's usually 10. Yeah, so I think we're on the 7th right now, or maybe it's 7th or 8th. All right, so we got three left. All right, bet. Something like that. Right. So anyway, man, that was good. That was good. That was good. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed it. Now we're going out to Westeros. And uh, I'm going to start it off, and I, I'm going to let you get to it. Because I, I would imagine you got some things to say. Because uh, I didn't peep. Now, now I'm looking at it through the, the, the eyes of... Uh, Racism? Blacks have taken some... <laughs> yeah, boy, they took some L's in this one. Oh, man, listen, they, listen. Now they... T- I'm going to start, before we get into it, you know what I'm saying, there, you know, a few people hit uh-huh. me about my racism rant and <laughs> essentially insinuated that I ruined the show for everybody. <laughs> well, there's people that feel like you ruined the show a couple weeks ago when you hit them with a spoiler. When you hit them with the I read the book spoiler, oh, well, a couple people God hit damn, me like, yo, what's nah, up with your on, mans? Come on, nah, <laughs> shit. It's like, yo, come on with all that. How yeah, the fuck, yeah, now? Yeah, you, know, you know we spoil yeah, shit. Yeah. Golly. Yeah, but you know. I mean, this inf- that information ain't no secret shit. That's that's free. Yeah. Goddamn Wiki Thrones and shit. 
Yeah, that's that's high level though. Nah. Weekly Thrones, you know, man. For the casual viewer, I I try to stay as blind as I can to it. I don't want to ruin it. Well, but I do know you're right. the I only person. Listen, my- listen, I I won't ruin it for nobody. I'm gonna say oh, my good, piece good. about the piece that we've seen, and that's gonna be okay. that. There you go. Go ahead. No, you go. You were starting to go. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I was just gonna say just a couple quick things. Um. And I know you're going to add on to this, but yeah, yeah I, from my I, the blacks were taking a beat, and they was they so it's so bad now. They taking off screen L's, like they can't even die on camera no more. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You can't even give my man the dignity of getting him out the way on on screen. He can't even get no no. You know what I mean? Like that's ridiculous. He's he's having a he's like it's like he ghosting us. Like yo, I heard he dead, and this ain't the power universal. We don't see him die, so maybe he's still around. Who knows? But I don't like how they dealt with this cat because he's probably been, I mean, not even probably been, he's been the most prominent black character this season. Right. And for him to go out on some old uh, lost at sea, that's just real right. anticlimactic. Right. And, and I don't like how they did that. And he, and and he might not be that, lost. He might like, not be dead. You know what I'm saying? He might come back triumphantly. That's what I'm and, hoping. And partner with his son. And he might have been in on his son's, you know what I'm saying, fake scenario. I have no idea. You know what I'm saying? But, okay. But we don't, right. I mean, because it's not, as you would say, it's not befitting of how his role is written, right? You know what I'm saying? It's just like Cartier. It was a bar. It's, it's like Cartier, you know what I'm saying? It's like, listen, man, these are the two most powerful, pe- powerful families of old Valyria, right? They both move to to new lands before Ovalyria fell, you know what I'm saying? They they got twin islands next door to each other, whatever the fuck. And they supposed to be mm-hmm. they the strength, you know what I'm saying? Of of you know, Westeros, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They supposed to be a fighting, dominating, seafaring as dominators. We don't even right. get to see them seafaring. They ain't driving the boat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm not going to get yeah. on that. I've just wanted to put that out there. It's just not befitting of the role that they read them, wrote them into. All right. So let me get back to the All right. So some of my thoughts. So, yeah, I think the black man that played Vayman, mm-hmm. um, he, the black actor, I'm trying to find his name while I'm talking, while he was talking. He went off in the little show, the after show recap. Oh, right, was, right, right. He was talking this shit. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking this shit. He, like, he had to come from behind on me. Like, right. I like that. He was, I like that energy. I wish we had a little bit of that energy in the actual show. Right. But I felt that. He felt he had, he did that for the people. That was, that was a little bit of his ego. Like, hold right, on, right, now, right, I ain't going right, out right, all right, the way right. like that. Right. Um. So there was that. There's the moment with Diana, which kind of, the doors open on. Was that the Plan B T or was that a killer elixir? It looked you know like what I'm a saying? killer elixir. It felt like it. It felt like um, Allison is kind of really leaning into her evil mm-hmm. and her, uh, you know, her her capacity, her power. Like she's really slowly. It ain't like all the way. Blatant, but you could tell she's definitely comfortable with uh the power she got, especially now that Viserys is on his, you know, his deathbed. Right. Well, so there's that. Well, you you know, 
you got to understand, you know, they jumping so fast that it's hard to really see what mm-hmm. they got going. But, you know, for six years, this nigga been, you know what I'm saying, on the fuck, you know what I'm saying, on his deathbed. Yeah. She been running shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You see the shit look yeah. a little dusty around there and shit. You know what I'm saying? She ain't taking mm-hmm. care of the, the King's Landing to King's Landing specifications. She done brought the mm-hmm. religious people in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the seventh, yeah. you know what I mean? So she's implementing mm-hmm. that stuff within the the kingdom um, while Viserys is, is laid up, you know what I'm saying, turning a little half dead, literally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Half mm-hmm. of his face is just straight up, you know what I'm saying, disintegrated, and the other half is still mm-hmm. there. Um, so when he when, go ahead, that, when he what? When he took that, he took that mask off. Even one eye, even young one eye at the head of the table, he even got disgusted. Like he had, he was like, "Oh, hey, yo, come on, fam, you ain't gotta do that. You ain't gotta do that." What I did like about that scene, Viserys turned into Big Mama in that scene. He was like, "Come on, now we all family here at the table. These right. are your cousins. Now y'all go, come on, everybody. Now this just for this, just for this." I'm about to die. I need right. y'all to piece it up. Right. He's it like, nigga, if you don't do it for your king, do it for this old yeah. man. God yeah. damn. Right. Come on. <laughs> I gotta take my I gotta take my mask off. That's what I gotta do. Come yeah, on. I got a hole all yeah, the way through man. my head. Yeah, look at me. Look at me. Look through me. Go nigga, ahead. See my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Nigga, got a peephole. Uh, turn to <laughs> turn to your neighbor. You know what I'm saying? So they started doing a little. So they did a Then it got shady. The nigga had to go to bed, man. The nigga had to go to bed. Like, nigga, I'm tired. Yeah. No, I'm talking about with the young bucks. Yeah, but that was, but see, but see, first, that didn't happen until he left. You know what I'm saying? So Viserys got his wish. Oh, they didn't? Oh, right. He got his wish. Okay, happy. They were happy. They danced around. It was kumbaya. Then the nigga was tired. He was exhausted. They had to drag his ass to bed. And as soon as that nigga went to bed, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, the hell hell broke loose. But Renera, she did her toast while he was still there. She, everybody made good while he was still there. Like so, he thought it was all good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was all good. Mm-hmm. And then you know, when you saw one eye, he he all done got big. Mm-hmm. He he ready to fight something. You know what I'm saying? He training with mm-hmm. Sir Kristen Cole, punk ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He got him a dragon that he stole from, you know what I'm saying, to black lady. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you know, stole your mama dragon and shit. And then you got the little nigga who cut his eye out, who's still a little nigga, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. you already knew, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You look at this attention. You ain't seen this little nigga since. And now he a little nigga, and you a you a you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? You out here almost a train right. killer. Uh-huh. Shit. Right. You want beef, you want payback. Yeah, nigga. And you could see him see him. He was in the middle of a fight. He saw him with that one eye. He saw my man pull up. Right. He was like, oh, I see you. You hit a spar. You hit to jump in here. Wow. Yeah, you trying to you trying to train? Yeah, he wanted that. He yeah, wanted so that. but it was it, yeah, I had missed I missed the slick little line he did when he set it off. You know what I'm saying? When he said you're real strong, yeah, 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 I, I, I didn't all the way get yeah, that. Yeah, but see, I didn't either. To... Then, then my man Cameron Barnes, you know, what I'm saying our good friend from the Twitter okay. and the Instagram, he, uh-huh. you know, we okay. had a little side convo about it, and he broke the shit down because uh-huh. you know, what I'm saying, and they were setting it up too. They were setting the joke up the whole episode. Remember when they was first walked in on them training? They was like, oh, man, you know, everybody's looking at us. 
You know what I'm saying? And he was like, mm-hmm. I feel like we'd get more respect if I look more like, you know what I'm saying, the Valerian than Sir Harwin Strong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so his real daddy oh. is Harwin Strong. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Ha, ha, so when he was like, yeah, funny. you're looking strong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was basically oh. calling him a bastard and your daddy is Harwin Strong ass nigga. You ain't even, oh, you know man. what I'm saying? <laughs> So, That's funny. So so oh, he hit shit. him with that on him. I knew it was a diss, yeah. but the, it kind of flew over my head until we had yeah, the conversation. Yeah, it went over my head, too. Yeah. I was like, what's the strong thing about? Yeah, yeah. shout out to Cameron for the for the decoding. Yeah, yeah, hard. Sir Harwin strong, strong and shit, yeah. That's funny. So okay, that's so I what seen that one, and they tight about that. Yeah, but we gotta talk about we gotta talk about Veyman's last stand because that was one of the best scenes of the whole shit. First of all, Viserys with his entrance where he just had to drag himself up onto the damn to the damn iron chair, mm-hmm. the iron throne. That was very dramatic. But then my man, who see his whole legacy about to be just appropriated just just robbed from out of us mm-hmm. you know what i mean from cats that are not they are not blood at all he could not let that go he had to get that off his chest he was like these kids are bastards <laughs> and she is a whore <laughs> yo man they bust him down but he was fucked that he had to let that be known you're not taking my shit. I don't give a fuck. If you're going to take my shit, you're going to take this truth serum too, Pop. Yeah. Y'all niggas all need to know. Everybody know. I don't Boom. think it was worth Ran it. Out. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, back then, N- man. Man, now these niggas killed. extinct. They done. It's over. But they was about to be done either way, but nah, they was going to be had, extinct. He, he could have went over ahead and he could have went ahead and had 30 kids. He could have let the juice loose oh. on some Nick Cannon shit. Yeah, but that wasn't going to, it was going to scare him. Because once one of them young kids is in there, he out the line. Yeah, but he's he, going to have to either kill been, one of them kids. Been, he could have kept on being the Admiral in the Navy and killing shit out on the road. Nobody. Nigga. It had Nobody some kids, and you know that. what I'm saying? His fucking Valerian name would go on. Now it ain't nothing left but two girls who name already yeah, is Targaryen. Yeah, but like it's something about going from next yeah, yeah, in yeah. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To yeah I feel you it. You might not even. Yeah, I feel it. But I, for the interest I, of knowing that these motherfuckers is extinct, two hundred years later, they don't even fucking exist. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna be the Walking Dead. He's gonna be the Walking Dead. He's just gonna be a visitor at his own home. Well, like I, I, I get I, it. I feel like these cats, especially you know, outside of them being. Even though we ain't get to see them faring these seas, but we hear that they all at with that. I have seen that they are a prideful bunch. You know what I'm saying? You'd have seen the um Damon's wife, she went Dracardis. She won't go out when she won't go out. Like when they trying to when they trying to make a statement, they gonna make a statement. Right. And outside of the fact that, damn, we're really eliminating the Black people from the show. As a viewer, I feel them. Mm-hmm. I feel bad about that. But if we keep it to the to um, the sentiment of how these cats is moving, mm-hmm. they 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 now they they prideful. They prideful. He said that, and the only thing was he should have gave them the head up. You know what I mean? You bust them down from behind. That was a sucker move, but it is what it is. Man, man, he probably knew something was going to happen. Yeah. 
Yeah, he did. So he did, and that may have been a bit, should have been on him to, you know what I mean, to kind of pivot to right. where he could see everything going on. Right. That okay, true indeed. Now see, but see, see, he see. go ahead. No, no, no. See, my thing is it's the way the character was written, right? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And you know, again, you're right. He went out. He went out on his truth, and you motherfuckers had mm-hmm. to hear this motherfucker shit. And that's gonna be his legacy. You know what I'm saying? They gonna write him in the mm-hmm. book as he went out on his truth and got his head <laughs> yeah. split immediately. He wouldn't. He didn't even have a trial. Nigga ain't had nothing. He ain't get to. Mm-hmm. He ain't get to have trial by combat. No nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And nobody said a motherfucking word to Damon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like, all right nah. then. Nah, nigga, drop it. Nah, lawyer your weapons. He, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so. White privilege. No, I, yeah. just, I just think yeah. the, the, the character, the way they presented those characters, you know what I'm saying? Even uh-huh. as they didn't, you know, they were strong warriors and all the important people in the thrones were strong warriors. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You wasn't part of the play if you wasn't a warrior. You know what I mean? Right, so, right, exactly. So that's why they there. But I think they created the role as the most hated role in American society. You know what I'm saying? They made these niggas the perfect uppity niggas. You know what I'm saying? And this, you think so? Yeah, they, you know what I'm saying? The niggas, Go ahead, keep going. Keep you know, going. I, this just me. They made them uppity like, and you know how white people, like, when you prideful and you stand on your shit, you know what I'm saying? They they mm-hmm. call you an uppity Negro. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And, right. And they these characters felt like they were written as uppity Negroes. And they dealt mm-hmm. with them, um, how, how would you say, um, uh, figuratively as such. This how, how we this how we deal with yeah. them. Swiftly uh-huh. off with the head, nigga. Uh-huh. From behind, don't matter. We don't, you ain't getting no fight, nigga. You dead. Uh-huh. They lynched uh-huh. the nigga on TV, but it's all good. I'm done. Mm. <laughs> I can dig it. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, I okay. I see what you're saying that they lynched the cat on TV. I think though, I still feel like you know, not sound cliche. He went out like a G. Yeah. I think he did. Yeah, he I did. think he had to do what he had to do. Because it was like, like, it's only so much we could take. First off, my my little nephew, he got killed. And quiet as kept, I think your daughter has something to do with killing my nephew. That's off the rip. Your little son over here stole my little niece's dragon. My sister's dragon stole that. Nobody had nothing to say about that. Boom. My brother now, all of a sudden, we don't know where he at, and we moving fast. Like, we're not even letting no dupe, right? We're not really throwing no more, mm-hmm. you know, no more ravens in the world. Like, let's see what's really good. No, we ain't, like, we, they moving, moving, and now you about to give my whole bloodline to some fake-ass Mulattoes These motherfuckers Is not We all see it Let's not be stupid here Like I'm tired Of being stupid You done did this You done did My sister done killed herself All of these L's We done took And now You gonna sit here Half dead In that chair I know you only got One eye But you only need One eye to really see Ain't none of them Cats have Valerian We already know it And 
You've been acting as if you don't know what we all know that she ain't never have no kids by Valerian. You know what I'm saying? These kids are bastards. It is what it is. It needs to be said because y'all evicting me from my whole my whole lineage right now. I got like if you gonna if you gonna just usurp my whole entire my my lineage, my whole bloodline. You about to jack my bloodline on some real just so you don't hurt no feelings type shit. Fuck that. I gotta go out and everybody listen. If I'm going out, cause I'd rather be I'd rather be dead than watch y'all walk over around, act like I'm an idiot. You know what I'm saying? And now I, I can't even I can't even get in play. Cause you didn't took everything from me. I'm rather die. Dracardis. But instead of saying Dracardis, I'm going to say, these kids is bastards, and she is a whore. <laughs> and they bust them down. They bust them down. Like, what it was, what it was. He went out, man. Uh, he had his closing shit. statement. He had hey. his closing statement. Yeah, man. Hey, oh, man. shit. You know, I have no I have no rebuttal. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I think honorables... All get killed. It's just his yeah. was more swift. You know what I'm saying? Even Ned Stark didn't make it out of season one, trying to be honorable and talking about the kids yeah. was bastards. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Locks of gold. You know what I'm saying? Right. When the, all the Baratheons have locks of, of brown. You know? More. We get it. Yeah. I understand. It's just knowing that now they extinct for real. That is over. Unless do yeah. unless unless they did say niggas had three weeks to make it back to Driftmark from where they was at where they last sent the Raven, so oh uh, okay they gave him a little three weeks yeah and then and there's another random black cat who I ain't really all the way feeling he a little too he a little too like submissive Ooh. I don't know I got to see more of him there's another black dude that they got in there where he was one of the cats that carried the king off when shit when he got sick. He was part of the King's Guard and shit. I don't know if he's part of the King's Guard. He was he's at the table. He's what? like a new black guy at the table, balding black dude. Oh, he don't look like he don't got the he don't got the mop hair. Oh, he got like a little yeah 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 yeah. He got a little um. I'm trying to think what kind of cut he had, but he looked like he was just down with his own little squad, like you know. All right, I'm gonna um, have to look uh, him up and peep him out, you know. Yeah, I, see who he is. Hopefully, who he is. hopefully he. Hopefully hold it down, but he's a little like he uh, felt a little, felt a little submissive. I ain't like that. Uh, okay, I had a question, but I guess it was answered in the recap. Um, I guess the king thought Allison was Rhaenerys. Yeah, he was continuing he was t- the conversation he had. He was having with Rhaenerys, mm-hmm. and he never answered her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he was because because yeah, that's that's a the conversation. The, the dream of uh, ice and fire conversation mm-hmm. is only right. told to the heir of the throne. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. she won the heir. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't talking mm-hmm. about her motherfucking mm-hmm. ass. She just right. happened to come in, you know, probably to give him his last, she probably gave him the tea too. Yeah. <laughs> <The> same <laughs> right, as she was right, hot right. that serving tea yeah. like a motherfucker on this episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. probably came to serve the tea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, that shit real. You know, you got to, Prince, that's promise. You got to, you know, make it happen. You know? And then the, yeah. And the crazy thing is her little, like, that hearsay 
is going to count more or at least they're going to defend it more than when he was on the throne. Right. When he dragged himself in there to say, now nah, this is what it is, that little, but he told me this, his right. last dying wish. Right. She's going to get benefit of the doubt on that. And I mean, honestly, I guess on a certain level, she kind of deserves it. She's been holding him down all this time. She is his wife. You know, it's, un- it's unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things. Jamaican, but, uh, Jamaican too suck, nigga. <laughs> Fuck her. Oh, oh, well, you know. <laughs> nah, I mean, look, I don't like, I ain't the fan. I ain't God the biggest damn. fan of Allison. Yeah, they do hot towels. They schemed it up. You know what I'm saying? They schemed their way daddy, in it. You know what I'm saying? Trying to work his hand. Trying to, you know, be in the same position of power that, you know what I'm saying, a man who got his head chopped off trying to be in. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want their position. And he was setting his shit scheme. up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he could see yeah, it man. now. The motherfucking king on his last motherfucking leg. Oh, it's on now. You know what I'm saying? You better teach yeah, these boys yeah. how to be kings around this motherfucker. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. So we got this a dragon. Crazy. We got a dragon. You know what I'm saying? We ain't even, you know what I mean? Shit. Girl, you better get in where you yeah. fit in. We'll see how it all turns out. What's going What's going to flip? <laughs> Next week is going to be a whole new cast of characters. Whole new cast of the same characters. Yeah. Just the, the, fourth, uh, the fourth iteration. Right. But, um, yeah, right. but overall, it was a... I'll say this, because you saw where I was with it last week, man. I was I was kind of ready to turn turn my back on this show. Well, this yeah, episode, again, I didn't I didn't I didn't mean to poison the well with my with my. Well, nah, 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 it ain't just that. It ain't just that. It ain't just that. That that plays a part in it. But it was just like, like I said before, I didn't feel invested in none of these characters, right. and I'm still kind of like feeling the same way. Like I'm kind of lukewarm because a lot of them, they all, nobody is playing it straight down the middle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which is what it is. They all trying to, they all trying to scheme and plot, and you know what I mean. Like this is, this is like medieval succession. You know what I'm saying? So they all just trying to get in position, and I get it. So it's like there's no true noble person. You know what I mean? Like that's out the window. Maybe Viserys might have been the closest to it, but he was so neutral in how he moved. It was kind of hard to get behind him. But, um, you know, maybe these kids might, like, it looks like they got to kind of put a little bit more light on the, this next generation. Maybe there'll be somebody out this next generation. I like the young boy in the next generation. He got a chip on him, so they both bastards. You know what I mean? And, and everybody know it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they got, they got, they got something to, to kind of fight for. Um, little one-eye kind of look like little Damon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Damon 2.0, we're going to see what's going to happen with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other cat, you know, he's on his, he reminds me of um, Peter Dinklage's character because he's just out here Who? knocking things down. Um, what's my man that that not that did the thing with Diana? The, the queen's son, the other son. There's one eye, and then it's the other son that's like, yo, if he don't know what to do, oh, Aegon, I can get it in. Aegon, he the, he's supposed Aegon. to be the king. He's supposed to be the king, but he, I think Viserys was talking about the other Aegon. Remember? Exactly. He was like, talking about the original be- Aegon. You know what I'm saying? But but 
Aegon is Allison. So? Yeah, Aegon is Allison's oldest son. So he's the, the firstborn. Right. Yeah, so he's yeah. the one that she's positioning to be the king, right? And he's a clown, yeah. And he's, you know, yeah. he's drunk clown, you know what I'm saying? He's like Joffrey and shit, like the rape rape women and shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Joffrey was raping? I didn't know that. Joffrey, I, I mean, Joffrey, you know, they brought him to prostitutes and he liked to shoot them with bow and arrows and shit. After he, oh, yeah, he was wild. Yeah, yeah he was like, <laughs> dismember everybody. Yeah, he was yeah, wild. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer ass yeah. nigga. Joffrey Dahmer. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, man. so, Aegon, who had the vision, was Aegon uh-huh. Targaryen, an older king, who had the dream uh-huh. that, you know, of of the winter is coming and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's right. seen what but, was going on in the north. So he probably was kind of like Bran in a way that could see shit. Right, right. So Okay, because then I thought they might have been talking about the little Aegon because, you know, she nah. brought them two kids, Viserys and then the, the third Aegon. I mean, oh, okay, that's that's okay, that's okay. the that's another option too, but mm-hmm. but um, now the 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 story the ice and fire was a dream mm-hmm. that the king Aegon had. Got you. Right. Got it. Got it. Got yeah. it. Okay. You know what I'm saying. I hope yeah, that ain't spoiled nothing that. for nobody. No, I, hope <laughs> I don't think so. But oh, one of the funniest parts just made me laugh was when um one of the bastards took Aegon's wife by the hand and just started jumping around with her. Started doing a little jump around dance. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, that shit. Was, who you see that part? He took uh, Aegon's, Aegon's wife. Oh, the, the, Aegon's the black girl. Wife, no, not the black girl, the Aegon's white girl. Wife? Aegon, got a, Aegon got a white wife, right? Who? Who is she? She was the white girl that was sitting next to the bastards between Aegon and... Um, the young bastards. Cause remember when um when they said I don't know why I keep calling them the young bastards, but it was like the young bastards are gonna marry. I think they're gonna marry the Valerian girls, right? And build that whole situation. Right. So when um Aegon said, "Yo, um, look, if he don't know what he's doing, I'll come over there." Basically, you know right. what I mean? Right. I, I I I hit that, and right. then. The other girl was like, "He don't be you. Ain't, he ain't gonna be around too often. You gonna get used to them not being there." That, and I thought that was a dig at him. Remember, he's married, but he's still out here messing with all of these chicks. He got a wife. Oh right, right. But he don't be. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then um one of the bastards was like, took her hand and then pulled on the dance floor and started doing the hop with her. Right, like, right, the, right. did the hop and then the dosey though. I was right, like, oh, right, that right. shit was too funny. Yeah. That was a funny I, moment. I mean, they ain't really built these characters up. You know what I'm saying? They moving so fast that yeah. shit, like, you know what I'm saying? Usually you would have a whole season with a nigga getting, they ain't, nigga ain't mm-hmm. had no wedding, nothing. <laughs> they just rushing. <laughs> they sure, yeah. they giving yeah. us a whole <laughs> lot of dinners, a whole lot of dinners and funerals <laughs> and shit. Ain't no hey, conference room talk. <laughs> no yeah, wars, yeah, yeah. nigga. Ain't no yeah, fighting. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of meetings. Niggas onboard niggas, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. We'll table that. Oh, we're shit. offline about that. They offline about right. a nigga whole lineage. These niggas about to yeah, be extinct. Man. We offlining. <laughs> right, right. We don't put that off. We so we heard, we heard he yeah, might be dead. Yeah, yeah. He might be, oh, he might man. not be. He got the, the poison of yeah. the blood, I don't know. Yeah, man. Anyway. 
Anything else? Any predictions? Any last thoughts? Um, well, you know, it's about to be on. You know what I'm saying? This shit about to kick up. I'm <laughs> sure we're going to see a lot more wars and fires and dragons and shit in the coming, so. coming episodes. Um, I think, um, you know, the old one eye going to be a formidable villain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He looking like, you know what I'm saying? He looking sullen in the eyes around this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, in the yeah. eye, rather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so, that's going to be their little proxies. That's the extension of the um, Allison Renaris beef. It's right. kids. Exactly, exactly. I mean, that's what the whole beef was on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah, Who kids yeah. going to rule, whatever, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know. Hopefully, you know, it's going to pick up and we'll see what it do. You know what I'm saying? We'll yeah. see what it do. Rest, it rest, rest, it in, rest in peace, Valerian, man. Rest in peace, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, OG Black. Right, right Shout out to him. Oh, rest in peace, Veyman. Veyman went out. Oh, rest in peace. He said he dead, though. No, my man that got, no, Veyman, the man that got bust down. Bust down. Yeah, 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 Veyman. Yeah, Veyman, not his brother. He's done, he's done. No, not his brother. His brother might be out here. Yeah, his whole situation. showed his whole brains, man. Yeah. Usually, they don't never show an autopsy. They just show a nigga with them eyes on his, on their eyes. You know, them blue rocks and shit on their eyes. Uh-huh. They mm. showed this nigga autopsy. Sent him back to send him back on the boat, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Let let these people know. Yeah. Don't you don't you talk about my lady don't like you that. Talk about my, my lady, lady niece. <laughs> my wifey niece. My lady niece. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> don't talk about that. Rare. That's what it is. Rest in peace, Angela Lansbury. You know what I mean? She Who just that? passed away. Murder she wrote. Remember Murder She Wrote? Back in the day, I used to watch that. Nah, back somebody was talking about grandma. that. I didn't I ain't somebody said that too. Yeah, like they, connect they, with they used that. to watch with their grandma. But my grandma yeah. ain't let boys watch TV with her. Hilarious, because why she was watching like the stories and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, the stories, all that boys had to go outside, nigga. You know Hilarious. what I'm saying? So I was explaining to this day, like, you know what I'm saying? The sound of daytime TV don't even sound like it's for me. You know what I'm saying? Cause mm. that's that's grandma TV time. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Murder She Wrote was at night, though. It wasn't a daytime. Well, whatever. A, I'm just saying, Grandma show. TV wasn't for boys, nigga. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't inclusive. <laughs> no, 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 nigga. Y'all niggas got to get up out of here. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> we the women folk is watching TV. Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. With all that said, rest in peace to Angela Lansbury. Let her get her shine for a second. But uh, that's it. Till till next week. You know what I mean? Tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out. Peace.